Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. It is Every Sunday. Day is a 40. Yes, Sunday, February 14th, match day 24, home to Leeds. This is the Richmond Gooners podcast. I am Ryan. I'm here with Tom. All right now. And with Joey. Hey, hey, hey. And if you'd have told me at the start of this day that uh, Arsenal would give us something to love on Valentine's Day, I might not have bought it. But you know what? They did. Yep. Uh, but, you know, we started the day in 11th place. Uh, Leeds one point ahead of us. So, you know, as, as Joey, you point out during the game, it's a six-point game. Which kind of sucks. You probably don't want to have a six-point game, six game against Leeds. Against Leeds. But, you know, for 10th and 11th. For 10th and 11th. But that's, that's, that's where we are. Yeah, I mean, they got, they got that is. game in hand, so we got to worry about that, too. But. Yeah. You know, they hadn't won in London since the Bronze Age. So, you know. 18 in a row. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a few. So. If you count Crawley. Right. And I've been told on Twitter that Crawley doesn't count. Yeah, Orbino gave you the backhand. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to extend it to make them look worse. That's, yeah. that's the nature of yeah, the Yeah, I mean, when, when, when you're in the position we're in, yeah, that's what you do. Yep. Um, but, yeah, so we come into the game, you know, the lineup looked about more or less what I expected. I mean, Leno and David Luiz back from their suspension, they got the start. I was shocked to see uh, Odegaard and Emil Smith. And, and ESR yeah. and together. That was a, okay, all right. Go I mean, uh, we all, I think, yeah, we probably figured ESR would sit with that. And, like, honestly, he did look a little out of place. He yeah, he, he, was a, he was in more of a forward role. Yeah, but, like, winger, you know, I think getting him that run yeah. probably was good. You know, you, you figure they're saving Pepe. Yeah. For for Thursday against Benfica, yeah. so and and if we're, and if we're if we're doing that because ESR hasn't done anything to be dropped, I'm okay with that. Right. Yeah, and it is like you figure that Pepe, being the senior guy, is going to get the, the run in Europa. Yeah. So which, which is probably our most important thing at, at this, this point. At this yes, point. it is. But you know, to your point, Odegaard gets his first start. Um, you know, that was good to see. Abba's back getting mm-hmm. his first start since his uh, time with his mom. Yep. And, uh, you know, it, it felt like a strong lineup. It felt yeah. like, a, you know, because everyone knows what Leeds is going to bring. Leeds does not, you know, they don't park the bus behind anybody. Yeah. They're coming at you. So we, they we were don't respect go that you are Arsenal or Man United or whoever. They, they will they line up and they come at you. And they've got a really good manager. I think Bielsa is a, is a he was bitching a little today. Uh, which was annoying, but a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He but uh, but but he he's a quality manager. He's one of those guys that pretends he doesn't speak English, but then when, <laughs> yeah. when he, needs, he needs, to, needs to, yeah, yeah. I was there were a couple of moments in the second half that he and Arteta were going back and forth, and I thought, man, I would love to be able to speak Spanish yeah. just to understand because I bet there's some good bands, some good bands. Yep. Well, and I I don't even look at it as a lack of respect. I look at it as a belief in in his system and his team and sure. his guys like it's not so much like we don't care who you are yeah. screw you it's like look we we know who we are we think we can beat you and we think we can beat you yeah. exactly and like i, I got a lot of time i got a lot of time for, for Bielsa to yeah. be honest with you and and his his belief in his side is yeah. is is and they didn't have Phillips today arguably their best their player their best player maybe yeah, yeah. so Banford's been on one and we kept him quiet today which yeah. Was, yeah. which was he 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 tried he was fishing for that penalty but there's nothing in it thank goodness <laughs> yeah. because yeah. if that were United, if that were Bruno Penandez, they would have given it. They would have sent off everybody, and yeah, they, they would have called it while while Bruno was still in the midfield coming up. The, yeah, up oh, penalty. It didn't happen yet, but it's gonna. Don't so. worry. And maybe no, I don't know. know. I don't want to direct your show, Ryan, but maybe See, the first. Our show. Maybe the maybe the first talking point should be that first penalty was. That was a clear penalty to me. Oh, and, sure. And to yank it out from under us. I mean, all right, we can't we can't go with conspiracy theories here, but. Come on, son. Well, here's the thing: know, is like it's, it's it's bad. You it's look bad. at you look at you look at what happened with VAR when we played Wolves and in the Southampton game, where VAR 
very clearly protected the on-field referee and didn't want to show yeah. that he was wrong. It was it, it was clearly an incorrect call, and it clearly needed to be given, or in this case rescinded. But you know, they said, "Hey, look, the on-field guy called it this way." Whatever. And all of a sudden, in this game, now it's it's a matter of oh well, no, sorry, that's not like it, it's just it, it it is a double standard that we have seen so yeah. many times, and like you hate you hate to be full conspiracy theory about it, saying there's something against Arsenal, but at the same time, like it keeps playing out that way. Yeah, I would love I, I would love to see our press people reach out to the FA for an explanation on why they don't think it's a penalty. In the same manner that if you're dating somebody and you know they're cheating on you, and then you go, so you hung out with your best friend last night, huh? And, and it's, so that was not a penalty. <laughs> why, what, what, why is it, you know, they're going to go, oh, shoulder to shoulder, and then you can break out the reels of, okay, well, they did shoulder to shoulder on Fernandez many times. They're shoulder to shoulder on Raheem Sterling all the time, and they always get penalties. But our guys, it's, uh, yeah. They well, have, and like they didn't, when they showed... The ref going over to the monitor, they they, they, they didn't show him the angle that clearly shows their right. feet get tied up. Right. Like it, they showed the shoulder to yeah, shoulder, they showed that? it from the side, but it was like if you get the, 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 the straight on shot, you can see him take his feet out. And, you and know? the angle and that they showed us on the on the replay that they showed everyone that's watching a North American broadcast, and then they don't show that angle. Yeah, yeah how do the refs how, how the does the field angle. referee not get that? Yeah. To make that decision. And it's it 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 is truly mind blowing. I mean, you know, yeah. Six minutes later, you know, we get another penalty that is undeniable even by the most corrupt of VAR officials. So, you know, it, it, it comes back around, as Sheed would say, ball don't lie. Mm-hmm. But it, it doesn't make up for the fact that, like, somehow this narrative that no one really wants, like, I don't want it, I don't want to believe that there's a conspiracy against us because that shit's crazy. But at the same time, it is playing out that way over and over again. Yep. And maybe it isn't so much that there's a conspiracy against us as much as there are is a conspiracy for certain teammates because well, but no one, no one's in the tank for Leeds though. Well, I guess where I'm going with this is that teams like United's getting it every day, right? United, United is arguably the biggest team in England, only smaller than Real Madrid. So, with TV numbers and, and appeasing people, that's why that's why I think they're in for them. You know, kind of like Liverpool gets their calls. Yeah, sure. It, it's so yeah, maybe not as much as and, and I know I've seen it on the internet because. United fans in particular think that we moan a lot about not getting penalties because they go, oh, well, look at Alexis Sanchez in the FA Cup final against Chelsea. You know, that was blatantly for your favor. And I go, fine, but United has a, a legacy of decades oh, of yes. decades. Of, of, especially Fergie time stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. you know, They were always going to go through a down spell because Fergie six, time is not a thing that could continue Six added forever. minutes and Carlos Tevez scored <laughs> in the ninth yeah. added minute. It is yeah. just... Yeah, anyway. or early. Was it this year or last? It was this year. Where it was the after the whistle had been blown in the tenth added minute, and they get a penalty. You know, yeah. like it just it, it it becomes obvious at a certain point. But you so, know, I mean, ultimately, luckily, the refs were not the story in this game. Right. Um, you know, it obviously played a factor, and it obviously was a thing that that bears discussion. But I mean. Luckily, we came out with another, you know, Will pointed out like, hey, you know, the last few games have come out just flying from the start, and then we've just kind of fallen off. Right. And today, we didn't do that. And and, we you we know, kept up that same intensity for almost the whole 90 minutes. Yeah, exactly. And, it, you know, it, it finally pays off uh, in the 13th minute. I shouldn't say finally. It was the 13th minute. But, you know, Aubameyang, who 
you know, today he scored just about all the ways you can score. Yeah. And hit the post. Yeah, yeah, he almost scored, scored, yeah. A, scored a fifth. Because yeah. it looked like he hit the perfectly on the corner. Yeah. I mean, right, an inch right, lower right where they meet. Yeah. Absolute unsavable goal. But that first goal was just an individual effort thing. A couple of step overs. He's got both his, his on-man defender and the keeper both leaning the wrong way. Yeah. And then just sneaks it beautifully in on the near post. I mean, yep. that's – it's something that, you know – it clearly, given what he ended up doing the rest of the day, jump started him. And, Absolutely, you know, he was feeling it from there on. As I, as I like to say, he gave the it gave everyone the old jelly legs, right? With that, because he got he got the defender and the keeper all both leaning to their right, and then just boop curled it around him. And he he didn't take that extra step. That's something I noticed that he does. That really elite attacking players do. A lot of times when they fit, get out of their move, their trickery, their stepovers or whatever, they have to take an extra step to set their set hmm. to set themselves. Okay. So he did he did the stepovers as soon. To finish the second step over, it's on his he left. Took, it's, it's on, on his it, right that, foot. That right. he landed on his and then and then took it with his right. right. So they didn't even have a chance to get. And that's something that you you really see if you look. You see only like really elite goal scorers do that. You see Cristiano Ronaldo do that type of thing sometimes. Right. You know, it's nice to have him back. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I mean, and, and you you could tell how He's much our, he was our missed. Talisman. Yeah, I mean, even though he hasn't, you know over the course of the year performed and, and scored the number of goals that, you know, we've come to expect from him. Having him back today, clearly, I mean, I, I shouldn't say he's the only one. I mean, my next my next thought is that Odegaard was, was great all day. Like, I think between him him getting his first start and Abba being back and feeling it, yeah, that energized us across the board today. Yeah, Abba, Abba was a 10 for me, 10 out of 10, and Odegaard was an 8.5 for me. Yeah, I mean, he... He Edgar almost scored too as well towards the end of the game. Yeah, and you know, like it's 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 little stuff. Like he didn't do anything like massively flashy, but you know, come the sixteenth minute, he's got the ball and he kind of it wasn't quite like a Rabona situation, but he kind of does like this back heel thing to like yeah. sneak it past the guy who's right on him, and then he 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 lays it off. But then the one the thing that, that struck me is like he lays it off, but then he keeps going on the run. Like yeah. that's a thing that we haven't seen in a while. Is guys will like make the pass and they're like, all right, my job is stop. done here. Yeah. But like he makes the run and receives the ball back again, and it didn't end up in a goal. But it was one of those things where it's like we've got people that are determined to get to goal. He's a good. He's a good. In the words of Harry Redknapp, a good low player. Good low player. <laughs> we we don't score. Oh, Ben Johnny or Nico Crancha, good low player. We and we have it's been a problem for years, and and I feel like with Emil Smith Rowe and now with Odegaard, especially Saka, that I think it's going to come around. We finally will have that resolved because because also had a, a great stat the other day. I think only one team has fewer goals allowed than us, and it's crazy to think about for us to be in eleventh if, if we're not allowed wait, to wait, wait, score. Wait, wait, wait. What? Only one team has fewer goals allowed. Has allowed yes. fewer yes. goals than us. Yeah. When, yeah, when did look, that stat come out? I'll look it up I, right I, now. I'll say I, when I looked it up, we were about, we were like uh, third, third in the league. So well, two, second, third. Yeah. I don't. But I mean, we're up there in the top four constantly as far as defending. I guess as far as goals with this against, is we we just don't score, mm-hmm. and def- and and you can't just rely on your strikers all the time. You can't just say. Okay, it's the 80th minute. Let's get Laka out there and, and, and just on a wing and a prayer. No, yeah, I agree. And our, so, and our midfield needs to score goals. Yeah, and Be- Bellerin came and scored a goal today, which oh and we need that. We need our midfield and our defenders to score goals when our our attack is is slumping. So, so, the earth so right now, before before today, because we allowed the two today, obviously, the only team who'd allow fewer goals than us was City. City, okay. So yeah. City's only allowed 14, 14 which they're, is they're running with a league. Yeah. But you they're look insane. at City, That's Chelsea's insane. got 24, allowed 24, Villa's allowed 24, and after the two today, it was 25 for us. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, exactly. We were, And you look at that, we and you second, go, yeah. if, 
and this is what started at the beginning of the season was we, you know, Arteta's goal was clearly to get the, the defense, defense yeah. in order. Right. And we've done that. And the problem was at the beginning of the year, it came at the sacrifice of the altar of offense. And we're slowly starting to figure out how to get forward while not conceding ridiculous goals. And I think it's, 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 it's been a matter of time and it's taken a while to get there, but I think it's kind of starting to work out slowly. I was happy to see uh, Gabrielle and Louise starting today because you normally don't see them together. Yeah, and yeah. I, thought, I, I remember thought, asking okay. Will, like, have they ever played together? He's like, oh, yeah, like week two. Yeah. Okay. And then it was Louise and holding most of the time or Gabrielle and holding, and yeah. then Gabrielle had that spell where he was hurt, yep. and then he had the red cards, you know, but that was, yeah, exactly. I, I thought they actually did well as a unit today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know that they were at fault for the goals, you know? One of them was definitely on Hector. On Hector, yeah. Well, and the, the the goal off the set piece. The first one was Hector, and then the second one, yeah. I mean, Louise is a, a he wins aerial duels all the time, and he was there, but he he couldn't see. The guy had a great running start. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's what I was getting at. Is like if you if you if we're not doing zonal marking, Louise is on that guy, and he doesn't have the momentum on him. Like right. Louise was just he had his space that he was watching, and he was doing what he was supposed to do, but because. I forget who it was that scored the goal. Had that run up like Louise just got um, Costa. Costa had the second. Costa had the, uh, the first oh, guy it was uh, the, the or whatever is the Dutch yeah. name. Yeah, and like he he was able to get Stryk, a good yeah. like yeah, yeah he was get, 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 able to get a good three four yards of momentum going and Louise couldn't really do much about it because he was just kind of stationary. And I think yeah. Saka was Saka the one marking him, which you know that was a big ask of him because yeah. Streak Streak's a big dude. Yeah, he's big big guy. But Lu- Louise obviously was just watching space and like. You don't want to wait, like, given that he is one of our few larger guys, it seems to me like just having him stand there ready to get, and he basically did get bowled over. Yeah. yeah. And, like, it's it's not it's not a foul because, I mean, what's the what's the other dude supposed to do? Yeah. You know, because his back was to him, but it's just, like, that to me is, like, just let's get rid of any sort of zonal marking situation. Yeah. Just give everybody a guy, and then if, you know, if someone, if someone doesn't cover their guy, then they don't cover their guy. But, like, this kind of a thing felt like there was... It was it was it was inviting the 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 attacker to take the space. Sure, yeah, and, and that's I mean, how we landed in the goal. Speaking of defending, we we had a couple of of shaky moments where they didn't score. Uh, one comes to mind during the twenty sixth minute or around that time, um, which is just Leeds kind of got a break and it was not great defending, and they put it back across the box to might have been Streak again, um, and and he he shot over, but. Uh, my thought was, thank God it's Leeds we're playing today because yeah. we might have been punished if that was a City or, right. or a Chelsea. You know what I mean? That ball, if that ball's coming into Gabriel Jesus or, or Bernardo Silva, they they bury that. You know what I mean? Um, but but as a whole, I actually thought we did well despite the two goals defensively. Um, you know, just a couple of. Of iffy moments here and there. Well, and they happened quickly in the second they half. They did too. happen quickly. Like yeah. we, we, we kind of. I don't know that we necessarily let off yeah. when it happened, but like they they came in pretty rapid succession, and then we kind of seemed to get it together again. And there to weren't me, any like terribly. To me, it seemed like we ran out of steam around 65, 70 minutes. I, I but really I'll take like that though. Tired. I'll take that because that means we we were really we really committed to going forward, and we really committed to coming after oh, yeah. them. Um, well, they were definitely. We were on the front foot that first half. Oh, I absolutely. Mean, we had them pinned back, pressing, Just pressing, pressing. And, yeah, it was, it was fantastic to see not only the pressing, yeah. winning the ball, winning all the 50-50s. Yeah, all the 50-50s, yeah. nicking the ball off of them, like, on near near their penalty area. Yeah. 
like stuff like that. That that, that is something because we did that at least three or four times. Today. Well, and that was that was our fourth goal when you know Saka makes a great run up the middle and we're yeah. all yelling at him to shoot. He shoots, it gets blocked. Yeah, it missed the chance, but but well, that's that the, ends right, up but that's the right goal. play. Yeah. But then it ends up back in the hands of Lee's defender and Cedric for all that we crapped on him the last couple of games. Oh, he, he had re- an he recovered game, that excellent ball game today. Fantastically lays it off to ESR, who then makes a perfect cross to Abba, who just puts it in. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I mean the. The effort to regain possession today was great across the board. Yep, and that that looked like City or Liverpool with that how they how they when they lose the ball, you know, in the near the opponent's penalty area, they press real hard for like seven to ten seconds, and then if they don't get it, then they yeah. then, then they, they regain their yeah. shape. Yeah. Um, but but a lot of times in those in that first five seven seconds or whatever, a lot of times we were nicking the ball off of their off of their defenders, and I I thought we did excellently. If we could play like that, I don't mind us getting gas towards the end of the game. We get gas towards the end of the game. We're up four. We could give up two goals and still win fairly comfortably. And you look at you know the I mean? subs were today that we were comfortable because we brought on El Nenny holding holding and William. Oh, yeah, I yeah. Because let's, yeah, let's, let's put it this way: we we're, we're not bringing on William because we want to score again. No. Arsenal <laughs> go down to ten men. He came yeah. in. Yeah, he had one positive interaction, but I I just I don't know what to say because Martinelli. We've got to be saving Martinelli for Thursday. Martinelli I, I and, and so. Pepe, I think yeah. they start on the wings. They on have Thursday. to start on the wings, and on I think Lacazette starts up the middle on yeah. Thursday, probably. Yeah. But but William is just he comes. I hope in, he doesn't play on Thursday. Everyone's no. he when he comes in, my heart sinks. Yeah, he bring he brings nothing, and I think we all know that. I will say that today, I mean Smith Rowe played well, and he brought the energy that he always brings. But he, him being a little bit out of position, yeah, that that messed with his game. It messed with his game, and that meant that the drop off bringing William on to rest ESR was it wasn't as drastic. Yeah. You know, it's still not great. You're still obviously getting less yeah. out of him because still, he's William. Still it wasn't Martinelli. as drastic as when ESR is playing in the, well, in the I, ten hole, you're not bringing and then William comes on, yeah. and it's like, Pew. yeah. But you're not bringing in Martinelli when you're up four to two, right? With, you know, what was it? Uh, about twenty minutes to William, go. William is that go. dude. If you ever seen that movie A Bronx Tale, there's a character they call Mush <laughs> who has bad luck follow him, and they're all at a horse race. And everybody bet on a horse to win. The horse is out front, and he's winning. And then all of a sudden, Mush comes out of the, the tunnel. And he's like, yeah, come on, you know, this horse. And yeah. then Chaz Palmonteri turns around, and he rips up his betting slip. And then the kid, Calodulo, says, like, what, what are you guys doing? It's like, no, it's done. The race is over. Mush is here. Yeah. And, and William is that dude. He steps on. It's just he, he brings down the, the energy level. He does know how to get into space. He, he doesn't defend. Like, there was a, there was a point in, the, like, the closing last five minutes he doesn't defend. It's it boggles the mind. Yeah, it I, really does. It really does. You know, it's it, it, to me and like you know, I'm not in the dude's head. I don't know what's going on. But you look at it. I mean, we we we've beaten this horse nearly to death. But yeah. you look at a guy that was basically man of the year for Chelsea last year, and right. now is just abject basura. And it is mm-hmm. it, it just stinks of a guy that got paid, got his extra year, and is now just like screw this. Yeah. So on a positive note. I thought Danny Ceballos was really, really yes. good today. I, th- I thought and our midfield in general was really good, but yeah, especially Danny. So with Ceballos, we should probably talk about if the he plays... situation with him? Yeah, because if he plays as well as he did today, and that's not often, but if he plays as well as he did today, I would say there is a place for him in Arsenal. Sure. But he's probably the type is, is of that a, Is that a 30 million quid place, though? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's the... Uh, if he plays as well as he did today, every game... Well, sure, if, the but question if, he, is, if he does what he's doing, which is giving us one of these games out of every seven or eight games. Right, where, where he has those games. Right. That, uh, I out think. of every seven or eight games that he plays. But here's the thing. It, Thomas Partey is obviously our preferred guy going Absolutely. forward in that position. 
can he stay healthy? And if the answer, and you pointed this out, I want to say, like on Twitter during the week, like this, did, Partey did not have these problems at, at Atletico Madrid. It's true. And yet, some I mean, Arsenal is cursed as far as injuries well, are concerned. Arsenal is yeah. cursed. Also, I think part of it is the Premier League is more physical. Absolutely. Right. So that's 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 an element of it. Maybe and like he, with some conditioning, he's got the body and the strength and the physical characteristics to deal with that. But I think it it, it takes players it takes players' bodies and their muscles a little while time to get, to yeah. get used yeah. to and this and it's game. Also, the, the English the weather is not as if you're yeah. if you're in Spain and it's sixty degrees and dry, yeah, it's it, cold, it's, right? But you, yeah, but you here, if it's twenty degrees and wet, that's a different thing, yeah. right? Your muscles are cold exactly. and your bones yeah. and joints are cold. Yeah, and so I think I think Partey gets will. I mean, obviously, like he is. We, we've seen the quality of player that he is. We've seen what he brings. I think he will figure out the stuff that lets him play more regularly. And at that point, you say, do we spend thirty million on Sabayas? So with you around? saying that, with you saying that, is that your way of saying that? Central midfield is always a pairing, and that Xhaka gets to start every time. Because if, Pretty I, much. If, I, I, if I'm looking at El Nenny, Xhaka, Partey, and Ceballos. I'm for not two a, spots. I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm not a Xhaka fan. I, I will See, never I am, be a Xhaka I, fan. He, he has the last, I want to say, like month and a half or so, he has been very, very good. I think he's been good. Pretty much this entire season. I mean, he's had, yeah, yes. He, but I mean, like he's been extremely good the extremely last couple of months. Extremely good. Like, he has, and like we talk about the dispossession that, that Ceballos pulled to, or not Ceballos that, that Cedric pulled today. Jaka has been winning more balls back than anybody yep. for the last couple of months for us. And, and also, if again, it's it's when when he's injured or if he's suspended on cards, card accumulation or something like that. And when he's not there, it's it's so glaringly obvious because we have so much trouble. Transitioning the ball from defense to attack, and that's that's like his for me. That's his primary. There was role. a moment today when he tried to dribble out of trouble, and he got the ball taken off him again. I mean, well, that's, sure. but that's not but, necessarily but he had 10 good him. moments. Yeah, and, and, and then, then you're the one, and then you're yeah. highlighting we're trying the one bad moment. Yes, that nothing that nothing we're, came we're up. We're trying to win the league. We're trying to win the not league. Not this year. We're I, not. I, and I he's he's a liability. I don't think he's he is. a liability. No. I, don't, I don't see him as a liability. I see him as. I mean, when 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 he when he. There were two moments today when he was the farthest forward in attack, and he does nothing. He collects the ball, waits for the defenders to catch up to him, and he's looking to to pass it sideways or backwards, and it drives me up the wall because people like to, to, to throw these false equivalents of He's like, oh, he's just like Pirlo. He's just like Xabi Alonso. No, he isn't. Well, no, I, I, I wouldn't I've say heard that. zero people say that, and I'm on Twitter a lot. And and people, on, yeah, the people, only time I've heard people call him is when deep, you say that people yes, are saying you that. You call him a deep-line playmaker all the time, and he's not. I didn't. I, that's exactly what he is, he's, but I've never compared not. him to Pirlo, no. who was one of the best that ever did it. That, Nobody's that denying specific Pirlo, role. Xhaka is not a deep-line playmaker. He, no, he is not. He is. He is a windshield wiper passer. He's a rugby he's passer. He's a deep line playmaker. Whether he's a he's playmaker not a or not, like my whole point, my, my my position is that like we are developing guys like Smith Rowe. You know, who knows if we keep Odegaard around or not? I don't know. But like, I, I like what I see from him. But oh, I mean, I like what we see with him. I just don't know. It's, it's going to come down to him or Sabios at a certain point. Like, I would rather at it this might, point go for Odegaard. I'd rather have Odegaard. Yeah. I would too. But the point being that like it's kind of it's kind of like you know I hate to bring up the name, but like. You know when when Ozil was being you know trashed for for not going back and getting balls like that's not what we got him for, you know and like I think I hate that I hate that statement the whole idea of like he's not that type of player right it's England it is Arsenal we are not the Arsenal that wins well, the league all the time you have to do it. you can't get out there and go I don't do windows 
It's at, not about at, at Madrid. Madrid. The funny thing at Madrid, is, you can do that. At Madrid, you can do that. But yeah. it's Arsenal. You have to D up. People say Ozil doesn't run or doesn't put forth effort. And in, in his entire time at Arsenal, he ran more than anybody else he played right. with. But that, uh, played, that played an equivalent amount of minutes. The only reason and not a little bit more, a lot more. The only reason it's just because his body language doesn't look like he's trying. Yeah, that's so fucking stupid to me. It's it's not. It's the only reason I bring it up is it is not to say that like I don't do X Y Z, but like I still think that we are building a squad and we are working towards that to where we can put players in the position to in, do in what they roles. do best. They have roles. And that's not to say you'll never track back and get a ball or you'll right. never be the first man, the, 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 the guy that, forward with the ball. That's not your primary responsibility. Right. And like, you know, Xhaka might find himself in a position where he is the, the man forward and is not really ready to make the, the next forward pass or whatever, but that's not where he's primarily going to be. And I think his value further back offsets that. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to be all the way forward like that at this level for Arsenal, you have to be prepared to shoot. You have to be prepared to score. My all-time hero, Tony Adams, is a center back. The Everton goal. He took it off his chest, left-footed. Here's a guy that... Tony Adams was a goal scorer. How many, go- how many goals has Jaka ever scored? I think he's got three or four lifetime with Arsenal. It's more than that, but it's, half it's, of them it's are free kicks. Half it's of them are off free kicks, in fairness. And also, are we, are we, are we like shitting on him? And, and is the manager asking him to do a specific thing? Is the manager telling him to curtail his shooting instincts? Because when he first came, he was shooting all the time. And then I noticed a, a, a very severe and definite shift right. in his finger. Finger doesn't game. like shots from distance. Right, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think we all know that about him. Because I, I wonder if, if Arteta and Emery were asking him to do something similar. And, and to curtail his shooting instincts. Because you watch this guy play for Switzerland. I mean, he's taking three or four pot shots yeah. from right. distance a game. You beat me to it, yeah, because that, be, that would be the look. Is Yeah. What does he do for Switzerland? Uh, I, I only and maybe that him. coach gives him more freedom. Maybe this, who's, I don't even know who's coaching uh, Switzerland yeah, right now. But maybe that, that coach is giving him a little bit more freedom to shoot. And maybe Arteta wants him to play a little bit more of a regimented role. I, 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 I believe you on that because I'll say it now. I'm not saying that's the case. I'm saying that is something it's we should consider yes. when discussing this. I was not a fan of Arteta when he played for us. I called him. I called him the human handbrake or the back pass merchant. Yes, sure. and, I and loved Arteta because he was a cam who completely adapted his game to play a defensive midfield position. Right. He did something similar to what Santi Cazorla did. They both played that deep lying position, and they both I thought did really well at that. Yeah, because he's a but, different dude at Everton. Yeah, yeah, and we we see Arteta as the Arteta that came from Everton, who was scoring twelve goals a season yeah. and really being part of the attack. But he was. Asked to do something different under under Arsene Wenger, and I thought he he did that. Meanwhile, everyone everyone like not everyone, but lots of Arsenal supporters were shitting on him at the time, and I'm like, I think he might be doing exactly what the manager is asking him to do. It's possible, yeah, you know. But that's neither here nor there. Well, and I think that goes back to where we were talking about that, like you know, Arteta's clear first goal of the season was get the goals allowed down. Sure. And so and it's, it's that, a reasonable yeah. assumption that he is trying to keep guys from getting too far forward and take reckless shots and all that sort of stuff. I don't yeah. want to say reckless, but just take speculative shots because he is concerned about keeping it out of our net. And, like, it's, it, I don't want to assume that it's just a guy that won't shoot. It's possible he's being told not to. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, and, I, and I get that, dude, but yeah. if, if you're all the way up. If you're all the yeah, way, yeah, I don't think yeah. anyone's disagreeing with you there, Tom. Right. No, fair enough. I, I I agree with that point. Moving, be, moving be along. prepared to shoot. Uh, if it were me, I would I would shoot and then get fussed at later yeah. by the coach. You know, I, that's what I would do. Yeah, personally. my whole point is that like I think the plan is I to play not a similar find position him in that position when so I play. much, and it'll work itself out. Yeah, I so. play a similar position to him when I play, and I and I and I rarely take shots on goal. 
So I wanna, <laughs> but when I do, they're bangers. <laughs> <laughs> I want to big up David Louise because there was a moment. Yes. There were two moments today, and I thought I, he was really good today. And I yelled out. Louisenbauer, he was Franz Louisenbauer <laughs> because he has that. Because I mean, when he was at PSG and for for Brazil, he'll play defensive midfielder, and it's kind of a well-known thing. He has he has a good long distance ball, but he can dribble, he can get forward, he can be creative. My only worry is because he was up there. There was that great sequence in the box where I thought, man, he's going to score a foot. He's going to score a, a a close range goal off of his foot. I mean, he can head him in all day long, but. I thought, man, he's going to get one. He's going to dribble up and, and score one like Hans Beckenbauer. Yeah. But that, that was a really good a really good moment. I think that happened in the in the second half. Or no, I'm sorry. That happened in the first half uh, around the 28th minute, I think. And I uh, see. Between him, between David Luiz, Saka, and I think Aubameyang. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it was it was David Luiz just dribbled, dribbled past like three dudes and, seeing, and gave it to Saka, gave it back to Luiz. And seeing then, how well he played today, does he get – Another year from us. I think he does. Does he? Okay. I think he does. That, Especially with the uncertainty surrounding uh, Saliba. That's my, that's my point. If Saliba um, is off, you know, getting stuck in wanking controversies. Oh boy! And really? we don't want to deal with that. Yeah. What was that? I, I don't even know. Man. I don't even know if we should discuss that. We're not going to discuss it. If you have children, if you have children, this is the time to direct them away. Yes. No. This is why we. This is where we. It's time we to direct learn, them away. Also, if, you, if, you, if Tom, if Tom Rosenhammer has your phone number, or if he has a, a way to message you, <laughs> you're going to uh, see the video. If you see an image or, or a video, yeah. make sure you're not at work because he doesn't give you any warning. He just sends you a video of Saliba filming his friend jerking off in a locker room. Yeah. And, and it's and it's. I was around a baby <laughs> when that when we were at, at my brother in law's well, house. Not they, have a, remember. they have a baby. <laughs> but no, that, that that is that is that is exactly it. Is it, does Saliba ever play for us senior team minutes? I read I read something. There's a guy he goes by Grimaldi. I hope so. Grimaldi tweets on on uh, Grimaldi Twitter. tweets. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He, Gr- Gilles Grimaldi, okay. the former player scout. He said he watches a lot of Liga, and I'm, who knows, it's Twitter. Uh, I'm inclined to believe him. He said Saliba, the knock against him is that he's not great with crosses, that he he is a great defender, but he still struggles. Crosses and corners? Yeah, yeah, that he struggles with that. I can't say – I don't. And this is a. Uh, he's a real good ball playing defender because I've watched yeah. him. Well, I've he's watched got, him at he's Nice got, and watched him at. He's at, got like man the Messi once or, or twice. I don't think the issue with him is going to be football related. I think it does Arteta just not like him yeah. or not want him because he wasn't his signing or whatever. Right. But what would it be? Because he, he was an Emery signing. That. That's a. I mean, yeah, you right. don't he's have an to. Dude. Yeah, or, he's an Emery dude. Or, 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 or like a board, a board, like a like a edu, like a. So I mean, he doesn't need a reason if he doesn't want to play the guy. If he's got that authority, he's not going to do it. Then yes, we need to keep David Luiz around because Saliba is clearly going to be. Out, but if Saliba's got a chance to come in, I don't think you spend that money on David Luiz because Saliba is so much younger, and you know, I think we shouldn't underestimate the the effect that David Luiz has as far as being kind of an old head around yeah. the, around the changing room. Yep. They say, and, and, and William and see how that went. Well, no, 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 because William had experience, but that's not why he was really butted. David yeah. Luiz is so respected and liked. By everyone on the team, that it, it would be a big deal if we yeah. let him go. He's a dressing room leader for Brazil. He's a leader. Yeah, he's a leader. He was in the, a, he in the was a captain. I want to say he captain PSG. He's captain PSG. He's captain Brazil before. Well, but like he's it wouldn't be a matter of letting him go. It would be acknowledging that we're moving on. That's two different things. To yes. Me. Well, I mean, letting him out, but like deleting his presence from the locker. Well, yeah, I mean, we're not talking change. about scrubbing him per se, or saying you know like this guy's a scrub. And, and it might also be. No, I'm not talking about. Scrub. All I'm saying is is is. His presence there yeah. is, is a big deal. So it would be a big deal if you were no longer there. However we did that or whatever you know, term, term, terminology we used or whatever, 
his his presence in the locker room in the changing room is a big deal. That's all I'm saying. I think I think he's, I think if you ask the players, they would say the same thing. He's at his peak or past his peak. He's probably at if we're talking, it's almost like equating it to stocks. I think this it's if stocks. He, if he's if, on the downward, if he's a if, if he's a buyer, he's already. If he's a buyer or sell, I think we sell. And 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 to your point, Ryan. And this this is probably what and and I wonder about this because I want us to play as much hail and product as possible. Sure. Yeah. So that's why I was like, hey, there's a sub that that last sub, and I'm going like, yeah, we're gonna finally see Martinelli. Nope, here comes William. And well, that that Martinelli's was, that not was, Well, okay, yeah. fair but enough. Also, and also Martinelli, like Mainsley, and Nelson, yeah. and those well, guys are Halen you know, guys. Yes, play, yeah. play as many kids as possible. Play, yeah, play, yeah, play sure. teenagers, twenty two. I mean, it's four, I, I agree with it's that. It's four two because I even had to check my phone. I thought. Is uh, is Eddie there? Is Balogun there? Because you know, well, but we're not we're not bringing on attacking subs. I mean, we're just bringing on guys to kind of take up space and have on fresh attackers. Legs. We I don't have a lot. Of, we don't have a lot of Halen guys that we're playing in in defensive that aren't positions. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's not a whole lot of dudes. So you think in about if you think about our like, starting defense are all players that we bought from other clubs. Tierney, Bellerin, Bellerin we bought young, but we bought him from Barcelona. Yeah, true. And and Gabriel, David Luiz, Holding is probably the only one that yeah. came through our academy. Marie, that's in uh, that and that saying, yeah, Marie, we bought him from Corinthians. I think Corinthians, right? Um, no idea. I know he. Uh, yeah, he was a Spanish player playing in the Brazilian league. Flamengo. Got, oh, Flamengo. Yeah, yeah, Flamengo. yeah. might have been yeah. Flamengo. Yeah. So uh, you know, we. Yeah, that, that it's is been a while. Developed, yeah. yeah, it's been a while since we've really developed a really strong central defender. That's a great point because I've thought about that for years. Yeah. Being a huge Tony Adams admirer, even a, why even can't, a fullback. The last the last Halen graduate fullback we had, I think, was Kieran Gibbs. Yeah, who still plays for West Brom. Still plays for West Brom. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's obviously the public always rates guys that can score goals above all because you know you look at Man City, they go Phil Foden, Aston Villa, you go Grealish, but how many great English center backs are out there being exist developed? that yeah. are great? I, I don't know. Mings. Think, think about think about who starts for England. Maguire. Well, because England Definitely a lot of time great. England uses a, like a three center back and then two wing backs. And a lot of times it's Maguire. They move Kyle Walker over into that right sided center back yeah. role, which I think he actually flourishes in. Um, and then and then I don't know who the other one was. Mings has played there. Um, do they still God, play Stones? Who else? They yeah, still play Stones. Stones, Stones I, is with, is in that setup. I mean, is that just a cultural thing in England that like everyone is trying to be that next, you know, the Jack Grealish type, and like no one really is. Yeah. Like, is there just an emphasis on or every every goals English defender? English defenders so. are trying to be Rio Ferdinand. Four four two. There's only one Rio Ferdinand. You're not going to just recreate him. Four four two had an article about this a few years ago about the end of the hard man because Liverpool had Neil Razor Ruddock. We had Tony Adams. There were a lot of these hard men. And then all of a sudden, it's like that meme of like the, the, the muscular dog and then like the little <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and that kind of ended. I dare say that John Terry may have been the last of them because now, apologies to everybody who's like... Ter- Terry and Ferdinand was like the last because that them as a pair, like... They were two of the best. Yeah. Not just the best defenders. They were two of the best players in the world. In I, their I've, said, I've said this for years. I and I like hate John Terry with the fire of a thousand suns. <laughs> yeah. But there's no debating the guy's skill level, his right. talent, and his accomplishment. I, I This is one of my pet topics. But I, I've said for years I think David Beckham ruined football in a lot of ways. And one of them is that he emphasized 
appearance and you know his 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 reputation of him as a player versus who he is as a person. You know, he dated Posh Spice, and he's got tattoos, and he's Married. gorgeous, and all. Well, he, yeah, he, he he created a brand for himself, right? I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, but because I, I, when you're yeah. when you're over the hill as a footballer, you are cast the fuck aside. But but well, to your so, point, Tom, though, like it, I think it did. You know, Ferguson, influence Ferguson the generation said, to come. Yes, Ferguson said many times that woman ruined him, and and he became this dude that was. I think that was bullshit, but really, yeah. I, I okay. don't, I'm not gonna say that he was ruined. He was, was, was real good for a long time. There's nothing wrong with what he did. Nothing. Like he, 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 you know, like the man, the man looked out for number one. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But I think you're right in that, like, there are a lot of guys. I'm he, guessing he came to the LA Galaxy. Remember that he was supposed to be the savior of the MLS, and they spent I mean, all this money, and and it went nowhere. They won, didn't they? They won an MLS Cup. Yeah. yeah. But what did he do to build to the league? Well, yeah. I mean, as much as anybody. Can, I mean, he was he was like he the first marquee. Guy, so after that, Ibrahimovic came to the league. Wayne Rooney came to the league. Steven Gerrard came to the league. Beckham um, was the first of all of that. Schweinsteiger came over. Schweinsteiger, uh, Sebastian Giovinco came and was the player of the year. For uh, I think he played for Toronto FC. I mean, yeah. it, it, it builds the reputation as a retirement league, but at the same time, like it did. It, and it's not going to happen overnight. Degree. So David Beckham had really started the movement that the league wanted started, and I believe that that was a successful thing. Not only for that team, but for the league in general. Because you know how MLS, the, with the money and stuff, the league has to get involved with all the transfers. It's like a weird thing. Right. But And, and I don't I like guess, it either. I guess, I guess the question is, like did, the setup, did, did he... Did he soften people up? Yes, right. he did. Yeah, he did. Did, did, he, he did. did he make it a you bunch of like, you don't let's have, be a playmaker, showboat, whatever. You don't have Razor Ruddock anymore. You don't have Tony Adams anymore. Right. You, don't, you don't have Steve Bold. Like the bone crunching, it's... it's and this is also Vinny Jones, right? And, and again, I'm stealing, <laughs> Jones. I'm stealing this from four four two. Not a good player. No, he's not. I, I can't remember if it was Michael Cox, but someone once pointed out, like, why is it footballers they become 25 and they dress like 14 year olds? I was gonna say this is like this is the whole badly dressed footballers Twitter account in a yes, nutshell, right? You here. know, backwards hats and like our, uh, Alba the other day, he does his unboxing video and he's it's an Armani T-shirt, and I'm sure it's like a 400 T-shirt, but I want to go. It's still a T-shirt. <laughs> My my thing is I can buy a this, this is so frustrating money. to me because why the fuck do we care about any of that? Ugh. Why do we care about any of that? Well, why, why, who are we to tell footballers how they how they need to live their lives, what they should dress like, what their hair should be like? Do you know what the fuck matter, you want to do? It's not the a only thing I that. care about is your performance on the field. It's really all I care about. I think, and I don't think any of that shit affects. The, I don't think how they dress. Affects their. I don't think it's field. that, but I think like you do see it's a big like, pile of horse shit for me. Like if you look, like to get back to what we're talking about, like who's starting for England on defense, and like there aren't any world beaters down there, and like you no, have to, you have mean, to wonder if there's guys because that, world like, beaters don't come along every so often. I mean, you're not going to have another John Terry for another maybe another fifty year. He was one of him and Rio Ferdinand. They they are generational talents. You don't just get that every time you. Every time one of those guys ages out and the but new guys, you don't you look, just get that. But if you look at Italy, Italy produces great defenders. Chiellini, <laughs> they just... Chiellini, to me, is the, is, is the great defender, and then the great defender before him was Cannavaro. Yeah. And so, like, the, so, so again... There's a lot in between uh, those I, I, Yeah, I feel like those are two generational talents within our lifetime, say the last 20, 25 years, and those are the two names that come to mind. Bonucci. And, and nobody else. Bonucci is not nearly on their level. He's really good. And he's good for the time that he played in, but he wasn't. He's not. He's not Chiellini. You know. But I guess. I, mean? the, I guess the question is that, like, is there just and like I don't know the answer to this. We're just speculating at this point. Like, is there a thing in England specifically 
you know, it's, it's kind of like over here where like your best athletes don't play baseball, right? For, and we can argue the reasons for that till we're blue in the face. Um, you know, there's obviously financial reasons and just logistical reasons and all that stuff. But like, if you look at like, is is there a, like you you have to wonder if there's a guy out there that could be you know a world caliber defender that is determined to be a midfielder because he's seen or a midfielder or attacker because he's seen mm-hmm. like that lifestyle and like he feels like as a mm-hmm. defender that's not what he's going to achieve. That's that's the only that's the only question that I would raise. Like, is that a thing? And I don't know the answer to that. But like you know, you look at like. The glut. Well, you, you emphasize you emphasize attack as much as possible. And you do, but you still need a staunch defense. And there's got to be dudes that can because, do that, and yet they're they're but, not showing. Because Joey pointed this out uh, months ago. Because I brought up the Makalele role, and, and Claude Makalele defined this position. But even the Makalele role has now been eclipsed. Like you can't just be a Makalele anymore. You have to. Be you kind of have to be an eight. Yeah, you I have, think you have to be an eight. Football, you have to do everything now. Yeah. yeah, you have to be able. To, if you're a defender. You have to be able to do it all. To ball play. Right. You, you have to be able to... You can't, be, you can't be Burnley and just hoof it out and yeah. just hope somebody gets under it. And yeah. that's part and of it. And that speaks to your point that you made earlier about... Because I pushed back on you at this point, but also I agreed with it a little bit about you have to kind of be able to do everything when we were talking... I think we were talking about Granit Xhaka. Yeah. You have to kind of be able to do it all and to do everything. And I, I agree with that. I agree with that. So if you look at, if you look at Liverpool... Their run from the last couple of years, where they won the Champions League and they turned around and won the league, they don't play. They don't play with a ten. They like never played with a, the closest they have to a ten was Lalana who left. The closest they have to a ten now is Shakiri. Right. And now, so right now, they play with really three eights because Fabinho can do it all. Fabinho can play everywhere from center back to cam. He's he is Sol- a wonderful. Salah is almost arguably a forward. Yeah, Salah is. I mean, he's their main goal scoring threat. Because they call him a winger. I don't know where he plays for Egypt. I don't watch Egypt. But he, he sometimes plays up top for Egypt. Yeah. Okay. And I mean he, he is he is as striker as a winger gets. <laughs> him, guys like him, Mane, Raheem Sterling, you'll find this a lot too in, in Sterling's game. But they play Liverpool play like three eights, really. Because yeah. their preferred guys, if they if everybody's healthy, their preferred guys are Wijnaldum, Henderson, and Fabinho. I think that's their best starting midfield. Yeah, and Fabinho plays in the sixth role, yeah. but let's be honest, he's incredible going forward. He yes. takes free kicks and penalties and stuff too for them at times. Yeah. So, like, he, he is a guy that is really good at six, but is probably more of a natural eight, and that's kind of how you have to do it these days, you know what I mean? And, and that's really been a shift in the last couple of years because if you look at Real Madrid's wonder run of the early 2010s, they played with, with really two eights and a six because Modric and Crows are arguably eights, and yep. then Casemiro is really—he's good going forward, but he's—he's he's about as true a six yeah. as you'll yeah. see in the modern game, and he still kind of gets forward some. Yeah. You don't see—you don't see a Makalele anymore because he's not Makalele because he gets forward way more than Makalele, a guy like Makalele ever ever did, or like Sergio Busquets or something like that, who's a real six and really disciplined in that role. Um, so I, I agree with Tom when he says that when he says, "Hey, you kind of have to do everything." Yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah, we got rid of Mesodozo. And if we look at the league, can we see, like, an actual 10? Like, an actual, you know what I mean? Like, Well, yeah, I mean, there's no arguing that that role has diminished yeah, greatly. Because even the guys that, that look like that, like James Madison and, and Grealish and... and Kevin De Bruyne, those guys really are kind of more eights than. Yeah, tens. I mean, they're st- they're still. Moving. Kevin De Bruyne yeah. is like the perfect example of yeah. what of, of of like a modern day because Kevin De Bruyne is one of the top five players in the entire world. Yes, and he is 
more or less an eight. Yes, more know? or less. But, you know, we, at, at, we get to the point where, like, you know, we, we just we're, – we're, we're still transitioning towards figuring out what we're going to be, you know, long, long term. Mm-hmm. Uh, but – but you know, short term, you know, kind of getting back into into what was going on today. I mean, it was funny because Will was setting up the the vote for man of the match, and he's like, "I kind of want to make all all four options of Bombing. <laughs> yeah. And you know, a guy gets a hat trick, he's going to get man of the match. But I mean, really, he he did. You know, I, I alluded to this earlier. He scored pretty much everywhere you can score. He scored an open play goal that was pretty much individual brilliance, where he you know juked a couple of the guys into their shoes and scored. Mm-hmm. He got the penalty. And then the header, who is the end of admittedly a beautiful cross by ESR after right. someone covers that ball. But, uh, you know. Great to see him get a header, by the way. Oh, yes. It's, it's, yes. it's been missing for a while. And, you know, he got his 200th goal in all competitions. Um, yeah, you know, career. and and, 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 and then on the team, like, oh, well, you know, since he came in, guys like guys like Messi and right, so and so have done it. Fast. it. Like, well, okay, they, they, they had to shit on him. Yeah, that, that was like that was a German yeah, compliment. Messi and Lewandowski have gotten there faster. Well, of course they have. They're Messi and Lewandowski. Yeah, what, yeah. What you, you, what got a, you got a ninety-eight about? on your exam. What happened to the other two points? Like, yeah, fuck off. Yeah, it's like, can we just celebrate something, please? If Messi and Ronaldo didn't exist. We would be looking at Lewandowski as one of the greatest players we've ever seen. Yes, and, and to sit here and say, "Oh, Bobby Yang's great," but hey, this guy said, "Well, go, go, yeah." What, what's the necessity in that? It's kind of like yesterday, Robbie Earl had to go. He had to say, uh, "Martinez is the best keeper in the league right now." That Arsenal sold the wrong one. No, that's not. No, that's, we didn't. No, we yeah. did not. Like we were, I was talking to, to Chip and for Sean about this. Leno like, starts. Well, he doesn't start for Germany. He doesn't, he? he doesn't start for Germany yet, but he's going to. He's going to. Getting up yeah. There. Yeah. And Leno is, has got his time coming, and hopefully, when when Germany finally starts to get their shit together, and that's gonna that's gonna coincide with the with relieval the of responsibility of for Joachim yeah. Love. Yeah, Lo, Yogi Lo is gonna go. He can go sniff his balls in his own house. That's fine. Yeah, I was really, and I was really what trying a to weird avoid that. No, I'm sorry. It's not. We can't avoid it. The man is gross. He's a fucking weirdo, man. And so he's <laughs> gonna go. And some of the old guard is gonna go. And yeah. like Leno is going to be part of the next. The he didn't, next he didn't German revitalization. He didn't take Sané to the Euros. I was like, you don't take Leroy Sané. Who he yeah. took Julian Brandt, and <laughs> I like him a lot as a player, but he is. Has never been and never will be Leroy Sané. No. Leroy Sané is miles better than yeah. Julian Brandt as a player. Yes. No. I mean, and I, I just there's no excuse for leaving Leroy a player with the quality of Leroy Sané at home for a World Cup, and then look at their performance in the for World Euros. Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Or for, for Euros, I'm sorry. Yeah. But look, and look at their performance. Like, yeah. No. Come I mean, on, it's, man. Exactly. And like, so he's Leno will be part of the ascendancy of the Mannschaft again. Yeah. I believe in that. And Which is German we, for the Mannschaft. Uh, yes, indeed. <laughs> What's uh, the German word for ascendancy? For what? Ascendancy. Uh, de ascendancy. <laughs> de ascendancy. Uh, maybe it's das ascendancy. Maybe it's maybe it's neutral. Hey, what's the German word for kindergarten? Child garden. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 uh, garden of kids. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I would I would push back on that. I think Leno is a world class keeper, and we are we are lucky to still have him. I agree. Yeah, um, some, some we, we might be looking at because right now there's a run on certain players. There might be a run on goalkeepers in a while. There will be. And, I agree with and that. Someone, someone like Barcelona or Madrid when they get some money again. What helps us is that Bern Leno is around the same age as Barcelona's also German goalkeeper. Oh, Tish Tegen, yeah. 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 So that helps us, for, for them at least. And then all the big clubs have their keeper of the future. Right. right. Who does Madrid have in starting right now? Because I know, I know... Thibaut Courtois. Okay. Madrid has Thibaut Courtois. Um... Uh, Barcelona has Ter Stegen and um, Juventus has Chesney. 
Um, Bayern Munich has has Neuer. Which, shout out to Wojciech Szczesny still staying relevant at this. Yeah. Point. Oh yeah. He's one. He's still one. He's still one of the top eight or nine in the world. Yeah. I think. I would almost be afraid that Bayern. Bayern. Bayern is our is our is the scary thing right, when it comes to Leno because Neuer is what 34 he's right. getting up there in age because yeah. they just bought and they got an absolute bargain for Diopo Meccano oh, yeah, yeah. 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 He's worth, I mean he's worth 60 he's worth uh, yeah. and they bought him for 42 and a half yeah. I'm like yeah. man who because in the reverse it would have been you know okay the, the, the price is 60 and Arsenal just paid 78 for him yeah <laughs> I mean, that, that, I, mean and, I, and would probably, I would probably pay 78 for him to be perfectly honest but you know I probably would in any case, we, we definitely digress, but, um, right. you know, to, to bring it back around, you know, Aubameyang clearly was our guy today. You know, he goes down, you know, in extra time. We all said, oh, God, he's holding his leg. It looks like an Achilles. Well, yeah. when you get the replay, and he just got a cleat down the back of his leg, yeah. and everyone's like, oh, you could just hear every butthole unclench in this yeah. bar. What do we think of the subs? I thought the subs were uh, really so unusual, uh, and, and Arteta's subs. Well, I mean, William is, you know, whatever William's going to be, and then you bring on... El Nenny for for some defensive yeah, energy. William El Nenny and, and holding. And holding, holding, holding was a time wasting sub. Let's that was be real. yeah. That was just to, to to do something. Like in the 89th minutes, like yeah, whatever. We'll kill two minutes. Here we go. Bring on a guy. Like, yeah. I mean, that is that. that uh, holding. I don't even yeah. have a rating for holding. He was not all, not on long enough to rate. No, I mean, he I probably don't, didn't even break a sweat. Yeah, I don't think they'd even get a touch. He might not he, have. He, he might not have. He might he not might have. Headed, he might have headed one out. I mean, in the, because the game went on into like three or four extra minutes beyond extra time that should have been added, it's possible he yeah. got something in there. But yeah. it wasn't really relevant. Uh, um, a couple of other uh, other points that happened today. I have to leave soon. Uh, so I, I might rush through these. But um, uh, VAR and refereeing, again, trash today. Yes. Uh, yeah. VAR, VAR took a penalty away from us. We already talked about that. And there's no greater indicator of how poor England referees are than... None of them at the World Cup. Exactly. Yeah. If you're that, that says it absolutely all. That's an excellent point, Tom. That says it all. Thank you. That Ooh. says it all. Next point. We 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 have we like. Not, I say we. I'm not English, but England. I, I'm a fan of Arsenal. I'm a fan of the Premier League. So it used to be that England were some of the most rep was like one of the most represented countries. Well, England and Italy as far as have the only referees. professional referees. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Everybody is still else. In yeah. Re- everyone else has day jobs. Yeah. And the English refs still are garbage. Yeah. I want to say even in the, in the no, US, no one in England NFL referees I think all have day yeah, jobs. No, yeah. Like, Eddie Guns is a lawyer for Christ's yeah, sake. Yeah. Eddie Guns Eddie Guns is like a really successful lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always said that Howard Webb was the Ed Hockley of the Premier League. <laughs> and the thing is I never thought I'd be yearning player. for the days of Howard Webb but, but, but here we are. Because I'm like, boy, if we could have Howard Webb yet, yeah, I hated him, but he was much better than the shit we got now. Mike Dean, I think Mike Dean is the senior ref. Yeah, Mike Dean. Now he and now something that happened with Mike Dean last week. Yeah, he's getting no death one threats here is condoning threats and against stuff like the that. man and his family. That's, that's ridiculous. That is, that's bang out of order for yeah. me. And it doesn't matter. Is is he trash? Absolutely. Does he deserve to be fired? Absolutely, in my opinion. But. To threaten this man and his family, absolutely bang out of order. You can. There are healthier ways to express your anger at a person who's officiating. And and let's be honest here, we're talking about a game. It's it's important to all of us, and we all devote a lot of our lives and a lot of our time and efforts towards the club we support and this game. But at the end of the day, it's a game, and he doesn't deserve to have to have his him and his no. family threatened. No. It's a bang out of order. I mean, this is like mailing Don Denkinger, you know, yeah. suspicious envelopes after the the Royals mm-hmm. Cardinals World Series. Mm-hmm. Like you just, just, just don't do it. 
you know, rant Actually, all you want about online. That you mentioned it, but yeah. Oh yeah. No, rant all you want online. We'll, you know, we could. Yeah. Call, we call him trash. Yeah. Call, call him trash. Say he's he fucking fired, terrible say, at his yeah. job. All yeah. those things are true. That's in my all opinion. fair, and they're true. But yeah, but like, yeah. there's a line. right to his safety and to his life. There's line. I said my, the same thing when when the thing happened with Granite Chaka. His he just had a baby, and people are on his Instagram account wishing cancer upon his baby. That shit's bang out of order. I don't identify with any of those people, and I don't consider them actual supporters of the club because. A real supporter would never do something like that. All you right. can say, hey, I don't like him as a player. I think he's trash. I think we should get rid of him. We should send him off, you know, pack his bags and send him off. Sure. Say that all you want, but that sort of thing is, is, is just not on for me. All right. No, exactly. Um, and, you know, that that's probably about as well as we can wrap up this game. We had some the, – the officiating was garbage. Like, you know, it was still a mess. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not going to sit here. And it was Michael Oliver, right? Yeah. And oh, no, no, it wasn't Michael no, Oliver. No, no. It was uh, – I don't even remember who it was. I don't know his Sheesh. name. Uh, what, was, was it Tierney? I can't remember his name. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It, 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 you know, Whoever he was, he was trash. I can't, yeah, I can't I mean, even see his face It took right way now. too long it wasn't for Mariner, to get wasn't their first yellow. I, I can't think of a good ref. Yeah, there's just, there's just the ref. least crappy. Ref no one at this in England, point. no one in England in the last ten years could hold a candle to Pierluigi Colina, yeah. who is the best referee I've ever seen. But you know, despite that, I mean, it, it was it was a it was a, it was a really great start from us, and for the first time in I want to say about a month. We capitalized on a great start and made it a great game. We made it a great game, even though we gave up a couple of we goals. We gave, gave up a couple. We, 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 we had got enough of a cushion. A minute. We yeah. Had a, yeah, I remember saying at halftime, like, I want one more so I don't have to worry about this. Yeah. We got that one more, and then we sort of had to worry about this. Yeah, at, at 66, I, I, I remember thinking, at 66 minutes, I remember yeah, thinking. Yeah, just calm down a little bit. We've lost our heads. We need to just calm down, play our game. And then at 69 minutes or 69 or 70 minutes they scored a goal it was like well, yeah, so, well we, we didn't calm down we did it's 4-2 do holy shit like yeah but but that's what we need to do build a cushion and then and then you know and keep, then see it see it out see it through exactly and you know see Odegaard it, it was a great first start for him I mean he agreed I think he cemented his place like he's definitely got somewhere somewhere to go I think here. more starts are coming from him I think so too and obviously Abba for me man of the match you get a hat trick you kind of have to be by default yeah that's 10 out of 10 hat trick man and he almost scored four uh, he he. Yeah, that was, this it was, was like a real good slump like, breaker for it him. It was like the taint of the crossbar. Yeah. Oh wow. He hit that. <laughs> okay. The absolute corner. The absolute tweener. The gooch of the crossbar. The perineum millennium. <laughs> the in between years, as Tim Minchin would say. Um, um, but yeah, yeah, I mean that really that really brought us home, and we got that win that we needed. Yeah. So we were back on Thursday. We were back on Thursday uh, against with Benfica in, in Rome, Rome which, of all things. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I, I don't understand how. Portugal is a country full of diseased people, so yeah. we can't go there. But there are people in Rome, and then we can go back and play a game against City afterwards. Yep. It is what it is. But yeah, fuck COVID. That's where we are. That's next. why this fuck is happening. COVID. It's everything is a mess. Yeah, but we're coming back on Thursday, so you know, hopefully, keep our run of the Europa League going, and the competition gets harder from here on out. But yep. uh, that seems to be our path forward. So until then, I am Ryan. This is Tom. Goodbye. That is Joey. Back on top. We will catch you next time. See ya. <laughs>